Robbie, I went to a very interesting concert this past weekend that I don't think I've spoken to you about. No, well, you couldn't have spoken to me about it because we've barely spoken at all since we last recorded. But not just that. I don't think you know that I was going to this because I bought tickets for it a very oh, long time ago. Right. I didn't get the... I didn't get the... And then I'm doing this later on. Do you know what you did? Our contact this week involved you showing me that you got a given a... Um, uh, what was it? A little bit of string from the landing. A parachute. It's a parachute cord from Apollo 15. Yeah, uh, which was very similar to the uh, little computer chip I got. Computer from, chip, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're very, I think people are buy, very easy to buy for, the gifts, two of us. I think people are buying us gifts from the same websites. Yes, um, yeah, it seems so, yeah. But this isn't sealed. It's so close to MAGA. So, Riley, I opened it up. I touched it. I touched something that was on the moon. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Was it on the moon? Yes. What was it part of? Oh, the, the Eagle landing module? Yeah. Yeah, right. It wasn't part of Michael Collins' bit that was going around and around. Oh, it's Apollo 15. Apollo 15? I thought it was Apollo 11. Yeah, yeah. No, God, that would have been crazy. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, I was going to say, you got, yeah, how, how rich are you? Um, that's sick, dude. That's no. really sick. I've also touched it's something bad. that's been on the moon. I think in London, or it was with you in the Smithsonian, you can touch a piece of the moon. Yes, it's annoying that I've realized I've actually been there with you and we did that yes, together. Sorry. Yes, we've both touched a bit. We've, we've both touched something that has been on the moon, namely a part of the moon. The moon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, yes, shard, so like, your concert was, you went to the moon? Yes, exactly. No. Um, Riley, I went to Hans Zimmer live. Oh, dude. That's very cool. Is it? Well, okay, sorry. Maybe cool is the wrong word, but that, that sounds like it would, would have been an enjoyable experience. Is that better? Mm, so. Oh, no. Dennis, don't tell us about it. What happened? I didn't love it. But Hans, um, Zimmer, so Hans, Hans Zimmer is just is, wall-to-wall bangers, like Gladiator. Um, yeah, yeah. So let, let, uh, let me hear your Hans Zimmer wish list set list. Uh, Gladiator, did he do Inception? Yes. And he didn't do Lord of the Rings. That was Howard Shaw. Yeah. Didn't do Star Wars. That was... Um, John Williams. John Williams. But uh, basically everything else. Oh, so oh, we're oh, talking oh, oh. Like- Interstellar? Yes. Interstellar. That has one of my all-time favorite um, movie themes on it. This, guy, oh, this guy's done heaps of good stuff. I'm now... Hang on, but I'm also like The Dark Knight, Top Gun Maverick, Pirates of the Caribbean, Man of Steel, Pirates Doom. of the Caribbean, dude? The, yeah, yeah. I'm looking here as well. So, oh, Kung Fu Panda. Who can forget that? Call of Duty up. 2, Mo- Modern Warfare 2. So this was a weird... The Da Vinci concept. Code. <laughs> This is a weird concert because right. he plays every track he played. First of all, the photo of it is Han Solo, uh, Han Solo, Han Zimmer um, mm. doing like a like a duck walk guitar solo. And I'm like, what is the vibe of this gig? I thought it was going to be like conducting, right? Oh, was it no. not an orchestra? It is a full orchestra, but Hans okay. mostly plays the piano and guitar and like runs out and like rocks out. It's more of a rock concert. So hang on. He plays that in front, in, like in front of a full orchestra. Yes. That's old school, man. That's how like that's how like Mozart used to perform yeah. concerts and stuff. Sitting he's on, he's sitting on the at a keys keyboard. Up there. Yeah, sitting at a keyboard. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um but the two things became apparent to me over the course of this concert. Okay. One is that movie scores, while mm. beautiful and impactful and so, and can make or break a movie sometimes, right? Are clearly meant to be experienced as part of something in conjunction with other yes media yeah yeah yeah. this yeah. was a bit like going to a restaurant that served only sauces and they were really good sauces They're good sauces but you just wish you just wish you had some nugs to dip into them and also 
boy, the portion sizes at this restaurant. I'm sitting there. Every song was about 11 or 12 minutes long. Yeah, I, because, think you could tighten, I think you could tighten it up, man. I think I could, right, I think I could get like a tight 50, 60 minute set list of, of Hans Zimmer bangers, right? Yeah, so this is three hours. Um, oh, no, I, my interest. Including in, an intermission, including a 20 minute intermission, to be fair. My interest is dwindling very, very swiftly. Yes, and you're about to see. So he like, you, and if it, God, heaven forbid, a song, he plays a song for a movie you don't care about. Like when, I don't know why he included this. An eleven-minute compilation of songs from the Last Samurai. From okay, that's that Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Film? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Dennis, it was perfectly let, let, nice music. Let me ask you: Did he play any? Hang on, I'm just scrolling through his Spotify back catalogue here. Did he play any of uh, <laughs> one of these films? Did he play anything from what looks like a a Hugh Grant romantic comedy? Nine months back from 1995. Man, Hans Zimmer is one of the hardest working film composers in history. I think he's, he's just done a lot of time. stuff. The other thing that became obvious to me over the course of this concert writing is that mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer is a weird dude. Okay. All right. Just now I'm, inter- I'm interested to get this. Weird yeah. Dude. Mm-hmm. So we went on Saturday or Sunday. 48 hours prior, he had proposed to his girlfriend, now fiance, at the London date in the tour live in front of everybody. That, you've got to be pretty confident she's going to say yes. She did say yes, and it was very cool. This is his okay. third wife, right? But he is, he's an older guy. It's, it, the timelines are fine. It's more that he is in the very much, not e- the, not even newlywed, the prelywed phase with his new, his new yeah. amour, let's mm-hmm. say, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe Hans's presence on stage other than a mixture of hitting on and holding hostage his almost entirely female orchestra. Oh boy. Um, so oh it's boy. much more come, come on up here, darling. And they're all like 25. Yeah, and he's well. 60 something, yeah. They're all in these beautiful, like, evening gowns. Yeah, of course, yeah. With, very, very short, playing these amazing cello solos. Yeah, and they're no, all extremely talented musicians. That's not the point. He, but he's like, I love you. You're beautiful. You're so, so amazing. And I'm like, okay, Hans, dial it back. Let's just and pull back see, a little bit there, Hans. Come on, There's mate. another woman who is, is a singer in the band, and he does a, a bit in between the songs where he's talking to her. And he's like, what do you think? We have this special relationship where I, I'm sorry for the accent, but I'm not. He sounds funny. Um, where I'll be thinking to myself. I'm sure, I'm sure all the Germans listening will find the humor, Dennis. They're, they're very famous for Oh, I'm for sure that. they will. I'm sure they will. Um, he's like, oh, it's at three in the morning. I, I'm, beca- I, 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 I'm lonely. And I get a text from you when you're in Melbourne. And you're like, Hans, how are you doing? And he's like, what do you think? Do you think we have a special connection? And she's like, I think we should introduce the next piece, Hans. Very and I was like, oh, def- no. <laughs> very deftly done. Very deftly done from her, yes. Oh, dear. Um, it says here also so- that he hasn't divorced his second wife yet. Oh, he's, so there is some overlap. They're separated. He's filed for divorce, but it doesn't say that the divorce has gone through. There is one thing that I would like to show you, if possible. Okay. Right, like, oh, is it is, is it a is it an or is it a visual media, piece of media? Of. So there's a bit where a guy does a guitar solo. I can't remember what song it was in. I think it was during like one the Wonder Woman theme. Was it and was it Hans, Dennis? Was it from the was it from the official soundtrack of the Bible? No, hang on, hold on. What? Yeah, I'm looking through the in the in the Spotify thing. The uh, the official score soundtrack to the Bible, featuring so, Elsa Gerard, Lisa Gerard, Lisa Gerard. So, so I realize the Bible official, had a soundtrack, dude. I mean, is this sanctioned by like the Pope? 
Oh, it doesn't matter. Jeezy Crazy himself probably signed off on it, dude. The big fella upstairs. But this guitarist, right, he's doing a guitar solo. And Hans, and I actually like this about him, pulls over a chair, mm. sits down on it, and just watches the dude. And I've sent you a photo of Hans, what I can only describe as bathing in this guitar solo. I'm into that, man. That's good. I like it. I like it when people are unapologetically just into what they hear. Yeah, no. Okay. So he is, he's sitting, let me describe this for the listener at home. He's sitting on this chair, Christian Youth Pastor style. Mm-hmm. It's turned Oh yeah. Backwards. He only sits, AC, AC Slater is the only way Hans sits on a chair. And he has his arms spread out like he is... Uh, like his mum is applying um, sunscreen. No, like he's em- embracing like a, the first rain of summer or something. <laughs> like you know, uh, yeah, I guess that's a little more poetic. Yeah, he looks like a prisoner who's getting a flea bath. Correct. Yeah, yeah. arms fully stretched out, yeah. eyes, heads, head he up. He looks like eyes someone closed. who's getting a very enthusiastic pat down while seated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy's shredding and though. He's dudes- like tapping. He's doing that tapping thing that metal guitarists yeah, do. Yeah. So there was another weird thing at this concert, Riley, where oh, Hans okay. played two songs that were big big hits with the audience right mm-hmm. one of them is the top gun theme the that was good all right and the other one was the james bond theme oh of course right? james bond hang on and he also did the circle of life from the lion king you're joking me this guy's wall to wall hits i didn't know this. I didn't no, 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 really? he didn't compose any oh, of these songs okay well all right these are uh... hits from movies <laughs> that he also did the score to. So Hans Zimmer did the score for Top Gun Maverick. So he does all the bits like, you know, where they're like in the planes and it's like, like the bunk, dun, 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 dun. the background yeah, course, yeah. music. Circle of Life, Circle of Life is Elton John. Elton John. Yeah, yes. dude. And the James Bond theme way predates Hans Zimmer. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but he did presumably a James Bond film. Yeah, here it is. No Time to Die from, uh, from Yeah, the latest yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't do the bundaloon, but damned no. if he doesn't play it at his concert. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I, I enjoy that a lot. That's re- oh, he's doing covers, right? He's doing covers. Yeah, but it's co- now to be fair to the Top Gun one, he was like, I didn't write that song. Great song though, and I was like, okay, cool. He did one other thing which I think you'll appreciate, Riley, where he came out and he was like, I've worked on a lot of films in my time. Now I don't know where he's from. He's moving across just Europe, to like, somewhere, just Europe, Europe somewhere. He's just Europe. He's a European, <laughs> pan, the pan-European like accent. Have you ever seen that bit where Peter Stromer does an interview where they ask him about accents? Because he's yeah. a Swedish actor. Yeah. And like, can you do a Serbian accent? And he's like, of course. And yeah. like, J- James, James Corden's like, can you? He's like, no, but the director can't tell. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Obviously not. <laughs> he's like, sometimes you go to make a movie and um, you all do your best and you hope um, it's it's good. And um, sometimes. Sometime, only only sometimes. Like, only sometimes you do your best and hope it's good. Other times, hey, you just turn up. It's just a paycheck. Yeah, and he's like, and sometimes the movie is um, not so good. And um, ready, get your bleep ready. Sometimes your movie is a uh, is a steaming no. pile of shit. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's oh yeah, fine. the S's are okay. S's are fine. And then he, and then he's like, has anybody here seen X Men Dark Phoenix? Oh no! Oh, cu- he threw. Oh, a he cu- threw him out of the bus. A, oh, a couple pe- a couple people applaud, and he's like, yeah. well. I still like the songs I wrote for it, so we're going to play them. But um, if you saw that movie, I'm sorry. And I would suggest you write to the Brothers Warner and get your money back. Here we go. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's pretty good. I mean, like, man, I'm into some, some of the stuff that he's really... It's conflicting, right? It's there. tricky. It's, yeah, it's good. It's some good stuff. He needs, he, needs, he needs just... You know what he needs? He needs an editor. He needs an editor to come and be like, look, this stuff's great. This works really well. 
let's pull back on the sleazy weird stuff with the with the performers all right and let's go into like the we love the other other energy that you bring Mm, into that that's really good you know you know what kills me though riley go on he says go and get your money back from the brothers warner yeah dark phoenix is a fox movie (laughs) oh okay it's not a warner brothers Did you have to look this up, or did you, is this just something you knew? I like was in- double-checking it. I knew that they were owned by... I knew X-Men was owned by Fox, because they had to license all the stuff, and then when Disney bought X-Men, now they can have them, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, sorry, yeah, when yeah. they bought Fox. So I think maybe it's licensed from Warner Brothers or whatever, and I, I think what was actually happening is like Hans's paycheck comes from Warner Brothers, so that's why he thinks that. But I was like, poor Warner Brothers, they didn't have anything to do with Yeah, <laughs> just being tarred with the same brush as... Uh, I'm so confused by all of that. I'm not very... I'm, I'm not very into... Um, superhero films, generally speaking, but I find it so, like who owns Spider Man? Sony. Sony. So the, this happened because in, I think it was in the nineties, Marvel was dying. Like yeah, the they're just brand. running out of money, right? Yeah. So they just licensed anything to anybody who'll take it. So like Sony own, um, Spider Man and all the associated stuff. Yeah. Um, Fox owns X Men. I think somebody else might own the Hulk, um, and all that kind of stuff. So now it's super awkward. So like that's why. The Hulk can appear in Avengers movies, yes. but they, can, they can't do a The Hulk movie. They can't do a, the because there was a, a The Hulk movie back in like 2007 with an accompanying there's video game. I remember that. Yeah, but there's, no wait, 2003. Oh my goodness! Well, there's another. There's the Incredible, the Incredible Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. No, Show I was thinking of Hulk starring Eric Banner. That's the one Eric I was Banner. definitely thinking. That's of, yeah. not the so the next one, the Incredible Hulk with yeah. Edward Norton, which is actually actually is a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, that's supposed to be in... That's an MCU movie, technically. That so, Hulk is the Hulk that is in now. But and Edward Norton did not want to keep doing them. So, hang on one second. So, when Marvel want to make a film, Avengers or whatever, and they want Spider-Man to be in that film, they have to pay Sony for the use of their character yes. in yes. the sense of Sony's character, right? Yes. And then when Sony makes stuff like... I know Sony made the the Spider Man the live action ones, right? With, yes. So with, the so the like, but like even the the new ones, the MCU Spider Man movies. When you see those, there's a yeah. Sony and a Marvel production thing at the start, I believe. But Sony still owns Spider Man. Yes. Okay. Same with Miles Morales, or is that a different Spider Man? Same with just, Miles Morales. I, th- I think they get everything. That's why they have Venom movies and they've got all, all the movie. right, all the yeah. Spider Man exclu- exclusive. Um, Villains. villains and stuff yeah right okay that's a good deal for sony i can't imagine what they paid for it but it probably wasn't enough uh no definitely not back then but it wasn't worth that much back then and then to, yeah. to be fair to sony they made all the toby Maguire movies and the andrew garfield movies and they made money off them yeah so who is the who's the who is the 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 superhero that has the the this 10 years ago this was was not a difficult question but now who is the superhero that has the largest cultural uh what's the word Cache. Impact? Cache. Yeah. yeah. Sp- Spider Man or Batman? Yeah, it's not Superman anymore. It definitely would have been definitely Superman. Not. It's either Spider Man or Batman, I think. Yeah, but because I think it's, it's Spider Man now. I don't know. Yeah, the MCU is weird. Like, it's done a lot. But again, like, I think the average person on the street is more likely to have seen The Dark Knight than they are to have seen Avengers. True, but I think people probably also know played, more. Also played, ab- about Spider-Man than they would about Batman. Well, here's the problem, Riley. Go on. 
Spider-Man doesn't have that Hans Zimmer score, and Batman does. Oh, there you go. That's that's the that's that's the magic that's the magic uh, ingredient that's been missing from Spider-Man. All the Spider-Man doesn't have yeah a theme. You know. Yes, he does. Okay, what is it? Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man dude, it is. does whatever a Spider-Man. We need the Hans Zimmer remix of the of the Spider-Man theme. Yeah. They do I suppose do Batman that in, um, isn't that much better. Just na 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 na. Yeah, and yeah. that's also Adam West Batman. Yeah. Now it's now. Have you listened to the Dark Knight theme? It's just like, yeah. it's just Hans Zimmer doing Hans Zimmer stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I think cachet, like in terms of like cultural um, penetration, mm. I guess it's close. It's either Spider Man or Batman. Yeah, I'd be betting on Spider Man as well. DC have not proven themselves to be particularly reliable custodians of their intellectual property recently from what i've heard so no they definitely aren't although apparently this flash movie is buck wild dude that's that's what i'm saying i, I don't have you I, seen I, I, who they're they're okay. bringing people back from the dead for it yes i saw i like the the guy who hated being superman so much he like killed himself as or something like that it was more or less yeah yeah i think it's, it's george like, reeves right they, yeah he's, it's, he's, it affected him so he's deeply dragged like, yeah. through the ethereal curtain to appear on the silver yeah. screen again he's just trying to, he's just trying to chill right he's just on the side of mount olympus or he's you know he's up there in valhalla and he's just like just let me just please just let me chill here guys please don't drag me back let's go i've had enough um can no. i tell you do you want to hear my, my shameful superhero related confession What's that? This won't surprise you at all. So around the age of 18, when I was building myself a new personality to go to university with. Ooh, I love that. Oh, it was awful. I tore myself to bits and tried to put myself back together and it did not work. But one of the things that I decided to get into, right, was comic books. And so I was, because this was, this was before, like when did the, like the first Iron Man film came out. 2006 maybe something like that yeah something like that and this is when comic like you were still a huge nerd for liking comic books and i was looking for ways to you know expand my nerd portfolio i was into dungeons and dragons love video games I'm like oh, i could be a comic book nerd as well so i had like a captain america t-shirt and like the background of my laptop was was wolverine and i you know I, I, it was, I was how have you never seen any of these movies now was it that false no Dude, I used to read actual comic books. Like I used to no, read I comic books, and I used to enjoy them. And I made a point of being of of, 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 of becoming more and more of a comic book guy. Dennis, you oh, know enough about me. You know enough about me to figure out why I stopped mm-hmm. being into comic books. Did it become too mainstream? It's because of the films, dude. Boo, Riley! Just be excited about the thing. Did you enjoy the comic books? I did. Well, yeah, I guess it was a, it was performative enjoyment, but I still enjoyed them. But I'll tell you what happened. Between the Captain America film being announced and it being released, I went from being like, oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so sick. I love it. Big Captain America fan. I love it. Oh, did you know his backstory? Stan Rogers, Steve Rogers, whatever, 1940 Super Serum, blah, 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 whatever, right? By the time it came out, I was like, oh, I don't care about that sort of stuff. It's for losers. It's mainstream. I only care about, you know, I only care about, this is when I really lent into the pitchfork thing instead. It seems like it. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? No, no. I've never seen, I don't think it's- I've seen any of the, I think I've seen Iron Man. Yes. I've seen Iron Man. I've seen the one where he like puts his arms out to the side and then a whole bunch of explosions go up behind him. That's Iron Man. That's the yeah. opening scene of Iron Man. <laughs> I also, I've definitely seen the opening scene of Iron Man. For sure. Yeah. I but- think. I don't know. I think, well, I think, well, there's actually a very cute thing in um, Captain America where, mm. like you said, it's set in the 40s and mm. then he gets frozen and unfrozen today. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets a super serum. 
But instead of using him to, like, fight in the war, they parade him around at, like, in town halls to sell war bonds. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the old super goofy Captain America outfit on. Yeah. And it makes sense because it's for kids. Yes, yeah. And it's it's just a very cool way to, like, put that. And then later on when he goes and actually fights some Nazis or whatever, they give him a real suit. Yeah. But, um... It's. I was like, hey, that's a neat little detail. I. I don't know. I think. What, do you think you wouldn't enjoy the films? No. Oh no. Them? No. It was a hundred percent performative. It was because I didn't. No, have but a, now. I, but, but now it's been. It's been. It's been fifteen years. I probably would. I probably would enjoy them because I don't know. There was. I'm sure there's a residual enjoyment of the characters that I. And have they're from good. Like they're good. The they're entire good Marvel Civil War arc, right? Watch but, that movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> but like. At the time, it was just it was it was performative enjoyment of something that other people weren't that into, and then they got into it. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go. And I get it, but you're like mat- weird you're indie mat- music from from Pitchfork, yeah. But I don't know. I, I feel like you should reach out to Child Riley and be like, hey, it's okay. We can enjoy the immensely popular best-selling movies of all time for the thing we like. I think I would now if I wanted to. I don't have those pretend. I've got much more, much different, and much better pretensions now. But. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's never been something that I've like felt like I wanted to catch up on. I don't know. Maybe I will. You know the films I do want to see is like the the Wolverine films, like Logan and that sort of stuff. I'd like to see them. Yeah, I like it. They're I coming like it. together. They're, they're all coming together now. For Deadpool. Well, I mean, those are all owned by Disney now. So yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I guess. I've, I mean, I've got Disney Plus, so I, I have access like, to all these films. You have access to all of them. Fun enough, you won't have access to the Spider Man films. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen um, the the Miles Morales. First one, and I'm going to see the second. They are second one's really good. They're brilliant. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to being able to see it. But yeah, it's, I don't know how far um, off that is. It's um, it's yeah, the X Men are starting to creep in because they even like like I'll be, I'll be honest with you, Riley. Mm. There's so much stuff, and I really like MCU stuff, mm. and I've fallen off. Like Secret Invasion came out yesterday, the show, and I, mm. I haven't watched it. And I'm probably not going to. And like I haven't watched Eternals. And there's one other Disney show I haven't watched, but there's so many, so much media. But what I would highly recommend that I think you would enjoy, and is a much more digestible journey, mm. is the award-winning watch... 2021 video game Death Loop. Here we go, baby! Let's it won go. Dennis Straniak's best unfinished game yeah, exactly. of the year. <laughs> it, well, no, I've actually finished all these. Is to just watch the core movies up until the end of Endgame and then stop. All right, I- I'll tell That's you that I will. I'll tell you that I will, although I probably, I probably will not. I think what I'm all I'm asking you, that you do is the net. What a, a couple times from now, when you and Megan are like, oh, do you want to watch a movie or something? And you're like, ah, let's watch Iron Man. I just want to, the thought to cross your mind. I don't. I just because like they're fun. I think you'd enjoy them, and I think okay. it'd be fun to talk about them. All right. Okay. Bigger right. movies. They're very, they go, they all go down very easy. Well, Dennis, look, if I am going to continue to afford my Disney Plus subscription. No, that's I'm never going to be able to get away with that. We just use Megan's sisters. I don't think she knows. I don't think she Perfect, even knows dude. that she's continuing. I don't think she knows she just subscribes to Disney Plus, but we sure as hell do. Let, that, alone, you know? let alone that you're piggybacking. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's going to be very interesting when she comes and visits us later this year. We're going to have to be very careful about whether we open up Disney Plus or not. Anyway. And it um, comes up with her name on it. <laughs> if I'm going to pay Amy back all the money that she'll claim off of us for using her Disney Plus for I think a couple of years now, we better get those we better get that ad revenue. Get that ad revenue. Okay. All right. On the topic of ads, I've got a numbers update. Better. Better. Did better. 
No, no, I wouldn't say good, but definitely, definitely better. <laughs> um, hang on one what's second. our what's our MOM growth? MOM, our mum growth. Month over month. That's a very personal month question. Um, how much does your second. mother weigh, Riley? How much? <laughs> <laughs> I can call. So, um, so we made about two hundred bucks in hold up let's uh, go in, on that. in in march right that was not a good start okay. but okay. it only got worse from there because we made about 170 <laughs> in april oh, no. okay may, i love the pay transparency may we're up to 250 hold up okay yeah. good, yeah. good so good. so we're, we're on that climb and apparently having after having spoken to the people at spotify and megaphone apparently they're anticipating that number is going to go up as we roll on more um ongoing campaigns that that come up so i really made the bet at the worst possible time i just was mm-hmm. like here because next month i'm back i'm getting back in right as it crosses the patreon money exactly exactly the next one that comes in your your so I, i've just taken a pay cut here and um do you want to buy me out dennis do you want to buy me out can i buy you out at this point <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. There's only one week left in the month anyway. Oh, dear. Dennis, I don't know why my cat isn't bald. Okay, I don't, hold up. I don't know why I haven't ended up with a Dr. Evil, um, you know, the spy so are you who shagged No. The spy who shagged so, me? Yeah, that's the, spy the, second one. the second one. Yeah, spy who shagged yeah. me, Dr. Evil, Mr. Bigglesworth I watched situation. That, I, I watched that entire movie recently, almost against my will. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, we were talking about it. They hold up. They hold up. Um, when you say you don't know why cat is involved, you don't you don't know why your cat Scotch specifically is involved, or why you Riley don't have a different bald cat. No, I don't know. Why, no, <laughs> I didn't want to go and get a bald support animal cat to help me with my increasing baldness. No, although maybe that, that was not what better. I meant either. <laughs> no, I don't understand why my cat still has any hair left on her. Why wouldn't she? Because the amount it's too warm of hair that this animal just spews into the house every day even mm. just picking her up right it's like a snowstorm so she's like getting... that in summer as well when you pet him you just get a th- uh, you get a hunk of fur at the end and i'm like what's wrong with you Are you dying but that makes sense right in summer he's shedding like a winter coat because it gets cold in ireland yeah. it's now winter she seems to be growing a winter coat it looks like she's definitely like her fur is less smooth if that makes sense it looks a little bit more mm-hmm. um what's the word Thicker. like yeah, thicker and like less sleek, right? It looks more. She looks blow dried. Yeah, but I like. She started being really snuggly as well recently, and we're not sure if this is a passing trend or if it's something that's because it's winter and it's a little bit cold. It's not really cold. We live in Queensland; it's never really that cold. We don't know what what this new where this new affection is coming from. But she loves to come and like color with us now, which we're obviously huge fans of because she'd been a little bit. When we first got her, she was all over us, and then she was kind of like, all right, chill out. I kind of get it now. I've got my space. You can just calm down. But every night she comes and curls up next to Megan in bed. And today um, she came and sat on my knee. I was the chosen one. And when I got up, oh my goodness. I looked like I was wearing a fur coat. Mm -hmm. But where is this hair coming from? I brush her. I'll brush her several times a week. And we get... I was going to say, do you have have a cat brush? That was going to be my next question. Yeah, we got a cat brush. We brush her and we get those little, like, you get a little ball of fur off and, and yep, chuck that away. Mm. No worries. Like, you take a half a kilo of fur. And then a couple of days later, it's, it's, just, it's just, there's so much hair coming off this cat. Is it causing a problem? Neither of you are, like, allergic or anything. Oh, no. Oh, no, that would be an, that'd be an absolute disaster. No, it's it's causing a problem in that it's, 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 it's an annoying mystery. Why is she still shedding? It's winter. 
We have, I mean, I, I share your cat problems, Riley. We currently have four cats in this house. You do? Actually, we, did we talk about this on the show? The fact that you're fostering kittens? No. no. We're, fostering three, we're fostering three little kittens. Let's get into that. So, um, we're fostering for the DSPCA, which is like our, Ireland's, Dublin's, like, you know, animal shelter. Mm. Um, and what they do is, if anyone, if you have the capacity to do this, I would highly, highly recommend it. It's a good thing to do. Um, so, what happened in this case is someone's cat had kittens because the cat wasn't spayed. Um, they surrender the kittens because they can't take care of them and now the DSPCA has to hold on to them until they're like vaccinated and stuff and they can be put up for adoption mm-hmm. but they don't have the space to do that so what you can do is um, they'll give you some kittens and you get you get kittens for the best phase of their life when they yes. are cute and adorable and tiny and you can pick them up yada, yada. Yeah. and you get them for three or four weeks they give you all the food all the tools and at the end you have to give them back Yeah. well you actually you can choose to adopt them at the end if you'd like <laughs> no they forcibly so, they kick down the door give us the kittens so we have three kittens in in the house now. Um, mm-hmm. Han, Luke, and Leia. Very good names. You do get to you you, you do get to name the kittens as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing obviously to stop the person who adopts eventually changing their names, but whatever. Um, well, that's the challenge, isn't it? Come up with names that are so sick, right? Send them back to yeah. send them back the the DSPCA called Thunderbolt and Trebuchet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, they do not get on with Yuri. Actually, that's not entirely fair. Yuri doesn't like them. Yuri is a pandemic cat through and through mm-hmm. got him in the middle of the pandemic was used to us being at home every day all the time forever and even now when we go to the office he freaks out you know mm-hmm. doesn't like it has separation anxiety and the kittens are kittens what's that phrase but curiosity riley uh, curiosity, curiosity. Per- per- perfectly healthy things the thing for cat to, cats to enjoy on a daily basis yeah so if i open the door to let yuri and the cats into this i say i nikki's handling i would say north of 99 percent of the kittens workload um Yuri will look suspiciously at the kittens. And for a while, the kittens would look suspiciously back at him. And we're like, okay. And then maybe he'd growl after a little bit. And they were trying to eat each other and get into the space. That's okay. But now, it's been a week or so. And the kittens are brave. And they're clamoring to get into the rest of the house, right? So we open the door. And Yuri will look at the kittens. And then we tried this yesterday. All three kittens ran full sprint at Yuri and tried to insert their heads into his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) They literally... Because before I was like, Yuri, you're being a dick, like you're yeah. being standoffish and anti Come on, man, be a good role animals. model for these young cats. Yeah. yeah. But now they literally backed him into a corner and were like headbutting him. This bullying like, okay, him. Yeah. You know what? That's I was like, you know what? I'd be mad if I was Yuri as well. Yeah. But now it's this weird thing where like the kittens are in the bathroom here and we let them out into the hall to play when Yuri's outside. Mm-hmm. And But that's where Yuri's food is. So we have to let Yuri in. It's like in a sitcom. Nikki described it as this. And this is perfect. When a character goes on two dates at once at like the same bowling alley and he's trying to make sure they don't run into each other. Yes. Yeah. That's the vibe we have. Yeah. Where like, we're, fun like challenge. Yuri comes in Yuri comes in. He's like, "Meow!" I'm going to the hallway. And we're like, "Well, you just stay here for a second. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go into the hallway and close the door. And in two minutes, I'll let you into the hallway. It's that vibe all yeah. day long." We've been thinking about because <sighs> Megan Megan's been talking about how you want to talk about separation anxiety. This, like, I'm very fond of our cat. I love her very much, but this animal is capable of making the most persistently frustrating noises when she wants to. Right. It's just it's at a pitch where it just you cut, it cuts through every cuts through headphones cuts through everything. Megan mm. can't go outside, right? Like we got a little balcony. Megan likes to go and lie in the sun there sometimes when it's a warm day, and the cat will just sit and claw at the fly screen, right? Which we can't do because obviously she'll tear it if she she is is there for too long. So we have to shut the door, and then she just sits there and just yells, just yells and yells and yells mm. right next to my desk where I'm trying to work. 
This cat can't only- bear to be away from Megan, right? If Megan goes the off to work, like she do- doesn't worry too much, but but if if Megan's in like eye shot, if she can see or hear or smell Megan, like sometimes Megan will just be working in her office, right, in a little stewed. And the cat who was, who's up until now been sleeping peacefully on her tree or on the couch or something, she'll get up and be like in a panic, like, oh, where's Megan? And she'll start crying, right? Until Megan calls out, goes, oh, Scotia. And then she like sprints down the hall to get to me. Oh, 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 thank goodness you're here. Oh my goodness, I thought you died. Like this cat loves Megan so much to the point of like dependency, it's worrying. That's unsustainable. And are you telling me that the solution you think here is additional cat or do you yeah, think the cat will distract Scotia? That's that's Megan's strategy, is that if we get a second cat, then maybe some of that affection, some of that neediness will pr- be projected on. I hypothesize it'll be the opposite and that all I think this that will cat's going to be jealous and angry, yeah. Resentment and, and frustration and then, you know, we'll have a sort of big big sister, little little sibling type situation where, you know, we see Scotia trying to smother the other cat in her sleep, not knowing that that's Correct. not something that we do to our little brother or little sister, you know. Oliver never tried to smother you? Other way around, I would have tried to smile. Oliver's younger than me. Oh, I just assumed Oliver's older than you. I no, 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 no. Um, no, I never. I loved him. I was, I was. I, he took longer to start crawling and walking because whenever he needed anything, I would get it for him. That's adorable. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this cat, like, I again, I just, I don't know where, I don't know where the fur is coming from, right? I don't mm. know where, and and just. The other thing to come talk to the sense of entitlement, right? Oh yeah, of course. Like it's I a know, cat. they're famous for that. But th- th- like this cat, just the the look I get when I'm cleaning shit out of her litter tray. She's like, yeah, that's right. Get in there. Get that out of there. I don't want that in. That's my yeah, it's my litter tray. Clean that up for me. You know. Um, mm-hmm. she is very punctual. I don't know if she can read clocks, but eight a.m., six p.m. at the dinner bowl, ready to go. Every time you open yeah, the not, fridge you, and there's not a little bit of piece, little piece of ham for her as a treat, she treats it like it's a personal affront. Like, why would you ever go to the fridge <laughs> if it weren't for her? Oh my god! Yeah. I, okay, I you might need to have some tough love with this cat because, like, for example, the thing where a cat Dennis, yells and yells and yells and yells Dennis, and yells. Dennis, Dennis, this is not, this is, uh, we we had this discussion already. Dennis, I don't know when when you say you was that you singular or plural. I meant plural, but well, really, I guess that's me, out of the question. It's not even. It's it's it, it. Tough love from me, not an issue. I can lay down the law on this cat. You know, I can wrangle this cat and instill some discipline into this household. That's fine. I can wrangle kids. Wrangling cats only slightly less difficult. There's a or slightly more difficult even. There's a there's a very there's a there's a there's a skill crossover there. Megan is the soft heartedest, the softest hearted. Mm. Animal, I would. I don't. I think she. I was going to say animal owner. I think she would object to the term owner. I don't think she feels like she owns Scotia. I, I believe that in she her habits, the two yeah. of them have a have a symbiotic, almost almost housemate like relationship. Do you know what I mean? My dad is like this dude. He was minding Yuri when we were away. Yeah. Um. And he had like Yuri had like a cut in his foot, right? Yeah. And it looked like it might be infected. So I was like, oh, you need to take him to the vet. You know. Mm. And so that involves putting the cat into his carrier, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, yeah, but when I put him into the carrier, he gets upset. Yeah. And I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And he, he's like, no, but he's like crying and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but you just, I was like, you just need to push him into the carrier. I know he'll yeah. be annoyed about it, but it's what's, and he's like, can't do it. 
I can't do that. I tr- he's, he's like, try cats crying. Yeah. I simply can't do it. And yep. I was like, what? Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And it happened again. Like, so, I mean, I didn't tell you about this right. Yuri went missing the other day. Oh, yeah? What happened? I mean, he's found, obviously. Uh, came- Otherwise, this would be yeah. a very, yeah, okay. Different tone. We came home um, late. It was actually after Hans Zimmer, funnily enough. Yeah. And he'd been, he'd been, he'd been outside. So we came up like 11 p.m. or 11.30. I'm like, oh, Yuri's still outside. Shit. Um, and he was nowhere to be found. So I was looking for this cat until I was just walking around the estate looking for him until about 2 a.m. Oh, no. And then eventually he came home. Oh, I didn't dude, find him. I'm so sorry. I've, I've, I've been there. It feels awful. It feels yeah. awful. Even though people tell you like home. they usually come back, they'll like just wait. They they almost always return. Almost always, cats will they just know their way home and they're just sitting somewhere and they'll come back. But it's still oh, feels but terrible. it's not that's that's, that's and, I, and dude and I was like, okay, do I want to adopt Han or Leia if this goes south? Like, which oh, one? Are we? Wow, you like go real quick. <laughs> well, okay, Yuri's obviously dead. Um, but no, he was fine. He'd got he had gotten into like a fight and like had hurt his paw and it was yep. infected. So we we took him to the vet and it was fine. We actually we had to take him to, I, t- I took a cat. We took a cat to the vet at five in the morning. Because um, but how did you get crying. into the vet? Did, you didn't put him in a cat carrier, did you? We did put him in a cat oh carrier. So we called the. So, we call, did your father teach you nothing? The, the height of cruelty, dude. I know. We called the vet, and the vet was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Yeah," because at the time he was just limping and like wouldn't stand on his foot. And when he was sitting, he was like yelling in pain. I was like, "Okay, I'm worried. I think he's broken his foot, right?" Yeah. So I called the vet, and I was like, "Hey, cat's broken. Yep. What do? <laughs> cat's cat broken. no work. Cat, cat support, please." Um, and they were like, yeah. And I was like, I'm worried in trying to get him into the carrier because it's his leg. I'm worried I'll hurt him. Yeah. You know, make it worse. And she was like, look, the cat is injured. The cat needs to come to the vet. Even if you injure him more in getting him to the vet, it's still the right thing to do. It's yeah. better than leaving him alone there. Yeah. 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 And I was like, well, that's very compelling. Yeah. And boy, is that cat stronger than he looks trying to get him into that carrier. Oh, they did the thing where they like splay the legs out to the side. They turn into like a, uh, uh, you know, like. But he was like howling and I I could feel like his muscles. I was like, this cat is, this guy means business. But now we got him to the vet. They they drugged him up and he's fine now. But um, he still hasn't figured out that the little pink flecks in his wet food are antibiotics. Don't tell him. Uh, (laughs) I won't won't say a word, Dennis. That's fine. I won't say a word. Mum's the word. But, um, I, dude, I agree. So Yuri does that thing sometimes as well, where he'll yell. Yuri likes having access to all of the rooms in the house. Doesn't want to necessarily go in them. Oh, no. Closed doors, oh. unacceptable. If Megan goes to have, like, a shower or a shit, and the door is closed, this is the end of the world for Scotia. What are you doing in there? She's thinking. What, what are you doing in there? Why can't I be part of it? It's like, exactly. okay, Kat, listen. One of, the, one of your least favorite things in the world, right, is having water, water touch you. And I can prove this demonstrably because every time you scratch the bloody fly screen, I've got my little scoosher to get you away from it. I squirt you with it, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't like that. You can go into the bathroom if you want. Megan currently is standing in a very small, very hot and very wet room, right? With water falling down all over her. You're not going to like it in there, dude. I can tell you that. You open the door, she goes, oh, okay, you know, I hate this. Let's go. Yeah, no shit. Same, same every well, time, have- man. What used to happen to me is I would sit in my office here and have the door closed and I'd hear meow, meow, and scratch the door and I'd open the door and Yuri would look at me. He wouldn't come in. He'd look no. at me, nod as if to go, that's right, and then walk away. And I was like, what? Yeah, what is he, a supervisor, the office supervisor coming around saying if you're still at work oh or you're goofing off playing League of Legends? Dude, that's just... I love having a cat. Four cats might be a little bit too many, but yeah. um, it's only temporary. That's okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's more work than you'd expect. And I, the only way I was able to get Yuri to stop doing that stuff is by just ignoring him. And he will stop eventually. 
But if Megan doesn't have the heart no, of ice, Megan, no, to Megan do that, doesn't. Megan doesn't have. Does, she does not have the capability to ignore this cat. It doesn't like. I don't have the pa- I don't. I don't have the patience. Like Yuri would meow in the morning to mm. be met outside, and it was really hard to ignore him. Mm. Um, and every morning I'm like, oh my god, fine. And Nikki's like, stop. Yeah. By doing yeah. this, you're only reinforcing. Yes. I'm like, yeah, but I want to sleep now. I yeah. don't care about. It. And that's the hard thing. That's the hard thing because they they learn those lessons really quickly. It's like, ah, if I'm annoying enough, I'll eventually get my way. But well, here's the thing: you need to go one step up the chain. You need to get a separate bottle of water for when Megan um, gives and capitulates with the cat, so you can squirt Megan with it, squirt and then Megan she learns that it. behavior that's and good. passed down the chain. That's very good. So when Megan goes to get a drink of water from the fridge, and then Scotia obviously trots over immediately with her to her here, like a mm-hmm. little shadow, because that's what she does. And then Megan obviously looks at her little eyes and she looks up, oh, cute, like Puss in Boots from Shrek. Okay, I'll give you a little bit of ham. I pick up the scusha, the little spray thing that's on my on my, um, on my my desk. And instead of squirting scotia, instead of giving the scoosh to scosh, I get after Megan with it. She's not going to like that. No, in fact, Megan's go. on the couch right go. now, just next to me. Let's give her a scoosh and see what her response is. Here we go. <laughs> Dennis, uh-huh. Dennis, working as intended. Fantastic. <laughs> there was some collateral damage but you know what it's fine all's fair in love and love <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of have a listen to this your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Trainiac if you like the show please tell your friends about it if you didn't like it I guess tell them anyway but um, hopefully they download it and they like it or if they don't those downloads show up just the same to be honest if you really like the show you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and you know help us keep the lights and the mics on over here 